Ed Peters, and I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. We continue today in Matthew chapter 17, moving on to verses 24 through 27, the final verses of this chapter. When Jesus and his disciples returned to Capernaum, they were met by the tax collectors. These men were in charge of collecting the annual temple tax required of every male 20 years of age and older. It was worth the sum of approximately two days' wages and was used for the upkeep of the temple. Now, here is Matthew's account of this incident, and he writes, On their arrival in Capernaum, the temple tax collectors came to Peter and asked him, Doesn't your master pay taxes? Of course he does, Peter replied. Then he went into the house to talk to Jesus about it, but... Before he had a chance to speak, Jesus asked him, What do you think, Peter? Do kings levy assessments against their own people or against conquered foreigners? Against the foreigners, Peter replied. Well then, Jesus said, the citizens are free. However, we don't want to offend them, so go down to the shore and throw in a line and open the mouth of the first fish you catch. You will find a coin to cover the taxes for both of us. Take it and pay them. And I think that 
Now, here to bring us our study for today is Pastor Henry Harder. To maintain the temple in Jerusalem cost a great deal of money. Therefore, the Jews had a temple tax levied on each male 20 years of age or over. The annual amount was the equivalent of about two days' pay. It seems to me that's very reasonable to support a place of worship and instruction. The temple tax was based on the law as stated in Exodus 30, verse 13. The Jews had a system for collecting this tax. On the first of the month of Adar, about March, an announcement was made in the cities and towns that this tax was due. On the 15th of the month, booths were set up to collect the fee. By the 25th, everyone should have had an opportunity to pay the levy. If not, then the tax could be paid at the temple itself. When the disciples and Jesus returned home to Capernaum from the Mount of Transfiguration, the tax collectors were waiting for them. They came to Peter and asked, Doesn't your teacher pay the temple tax? Matthew 17, verse 24. Evidently, they were trying to trap Jesus. Since the religious authorities were plotting to kill him, no opportunity to build a case against Jesus was missed. The implication of the question was that Jesus wasn't keeping the law. Actually, they probably hoped he wouldn't pay. When Peter came to Jesus, Jesus said to him, What do you think, Simon? From whom do the kings of the earth collect duty and taxes? from their own sons or from others? Peter replied, from others. It's not quite certain what Jesus meant. If one nation would conquer another, then the conquered nation would pay taxes, but not the people of the conquering nation. Or more likely, Jesus is speaking of the royal family. If so, then Peter admits that kings do not collect from their own sons, their own families. In fact, the purpose of taxes was to support the king and his family. Israel was supposed to be a theocracy. God was supposed to be the ruler, in which case Jesus would be exempt from payment of taxes. Nor would his disciples as children of God be liable. Furthermore, Christ as king of his kingdom would not be subject to taxes, nor should his subjects since the king would provide whatever his subjects needed. Of course, Jesus didn't want to make an issue of it. So he said to Peter, But so that we may not offend them, go to the lake and throw out your line, take the first fish you catch, open its mouth, and you will find a four drachma coin. Take it and give it to them for my tax and yours. It's implied that Peter did as Jesus asked. Jesus paid his tax. Why did he? Of course, to support the temple was a law, from Exodus 30, verse 13. But Jesus paid his due because of a higher law. He tells Peter to get the money and pay the taxes so that they might not offend anyone. There's the real reason. The legal duty to pay these taxes might be questioned in this case. But there was a higher law that superseded this one that made being a good citizen and paying taxes mandatory. That word offend is in the Greek word scandalon. 
It's the same word that Jesus used when he said to Peter in 1623, you are a stumbling block to me. When Jesus said to Peter, let's pay the taxes so as not to offend anyone, he wasn't speaking about not annoying the collectors nor insulting the officials, but he used the word stumbling block, not to carry their Christian responsibilities as citizens would cause others to stumble. It's interesting. If Matthew wrote this gospel around A.D. 50, then Jerusalem was still there. It wasn't destroyed until A.D. 70. But I wonder how Christians read this verse after the destruction of the temple. It is said that after the destruction of the temple, when the temple tax shouldn't be needed anymore, the Roman governor Vespasian decided that that tax should now go to support the temple of Jupiter in Rome. This would be a serious problem for the Jews, as well as for the Christian Jews and Gentiles. They would, of course, not want to contribute to the support of a pagan temple. Should they continue to pay the tax? They must have gone back to these words of Jesus often. Jesus had said, pay the questionable tax, so you won't be a stumbling block to anyone. It is a fact that Christians are being closely observed with reference to their duties as citizens. A Christian, precisely because he is a Christian, ought to be a better citizen. I believe it likely that those early Christians probably continued to pay the tax even after A.D. 70. Maybe Jesus was saying that your duty as a citizen should be consistent and should not be a stumbling block that might keep people from considering Christ as Savior. In our day, some Christians, as well as some non-Christians, talk a great deal about civil disobedience. We need to remember that governments are a part of God's design for man. They have certain God-given duties to perform. We might not always agree with what the government does, but I suspect that Jesus would say to us Christians, pay your taxes so that you're not a stumbling block. While civil disobedience may sometimes be necessary, I believe that much harm has been done to the cause of Christ when civil disobedience is practiced indiscriminately. Christianity and good citizenship go hand in hand. I realize that what Peter said, we practice. We do obey God rather than man. But we dare not use that as a cloak for pushing an agenda that may have some merit but that causes people to stumble and refuse to listen to the gospel. Peter also wrote, submit to ruling authorities. Jesus paid the tax so that no one might use that as a stumbling block.
What's New is a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 840H, Chapter California, 93263, USA.